Hello and welcome to The Lone Ranger from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Fiery horse with a speed of light, a cloud of dust, and a hearty, Hi-Yo Silver, the Lone Ranger. His faithful Indian companion, Tonto, the masked rider of the plains led the fight for law and order in the early days of the western United States. Whenever men gathered around the campfire, stories were told of his strength and courage, his daring and resourcefulness, and these stories have come down to us through the generations. Nowhere in the pages of history can one find a greater champion of justice. Return with us now to those thrilling days when the West was young, from out of the past come the thundering hoof beats of the great horse Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. Come on, Silver! We're heading for the hills! Tom's waiting for us! Arrow Silver! Away! Young Dale Walton and his pretty wife Madge came to the West during the gold rush hoping to make their fortune. Dave staked a claim and worked hard day after day in the blistering sun. The days lengthened into months. And then one afternoon, Madge hurried toward him. Dale? Dale? Oh, hello, honey. What's up? Dale, I, I wanted to speak to you. Oh, sure thing. What is it? Anything happened up to the house? No, but Abe Foley stopped by. He wanted to see you. Oh, Abe Foley, huh? Why didn't he come over here? He knows where my claim is. He knows I'll be working this time of day. Oh, don't be so touchy about Abe. He's all right, Dale. I don't like the way he calls on you at the house all the time, saying he wants to see me. But, Dale, all he wants is to help us. You don't understand, Abe, that's all. <laughs> Pack a help, he'd be to anyone. 
Anytime he thinks of anyone else, he thinks ten times of himself at the same time. What do he want? He, he really wants to be our friend. Is that all? No, wait. He, he has a claim, Dale. A good one. It's right on top of the ground, and the ore's proved to be all right. Why doesn't he work it, then? He is working it. He showed me the safe in the office, and it's a hundred times as good as yours. Well, that's all right. That's just on the surface. This here claim will be worth thousands when I get down to where the mother load is. Maybe so, but we'll starve first. What's Abe's scheme? He... he wants to swap his claim for yours. Oh, he does, does he? Now, Dale, he admits that maybe when your claim has worked down a long way, it'll be better than his. But his has the gold ore where it can be mined right now. And he's willing to take the chance on yours for the sure thing there is in him. Madge, I wouldn't trust that scheme and coyote any further than I could throw our shack. Well, I'm not going to starve to death if there's no call for it. I'm tired of sleeping on that straw tick and eating beans and beef three times a day because we can't afford nothing else. I'm tired of it, I tell you. And if you love me, you'll start to think about me. Oh, now, Madge. I don't care. I've been waiting three months now for you to... Oh, I know, hon, but it takes time. If I had a lot of cash to hire a man and machinery, it'd be different. But doing it by myself this way, it takes time. I'll be getting to the pay dirt soon, hon. Well, if you're going on like you've been doing, you'll, you'll get to it without me. What do you mean? If there wasn't anything else you could do, Dale, I'd make the best of it. But here, when you can get the things we need right off and get a good claim for this... Well, Madge, this claim is good. It ain't showed nothing yet in the safe. Oh, not yet, but... Right over there is the rainbow mine, and, and down here on the other side is the Bernerns, and they're both good-paying mines. The load that's in them runs through my claim. I can't help but hit it soon. Abe Foley will be at the Gold Pot Cafe this evening, Dale. He said he'd have Judge Withers there with him so you could make the deal if you wanted to. You can do just what you please. Oh, but Madge... It's either me or this mine, Dale. You can decide which it's to be before this evening. <laughs> get this all straightened out in my own mind now, Dale. You mean you just want to swap with Abe Foley? That's what Abe says. Hmm. I thought it was. You see, Judge, this claim of mine has good croppings, and Dale needs the cash right now. And you're willing to take his claim now for what there may be in it in the future? Yep. Got the agreement all drawn up here, Judge, and it's legal and in the right form. Hmm. You seem to know something of the law, Abe. Oh, I know enough. Now, this paper's all ready to be signed. How about it? You thought it over mighty careful, Dale? Well, I reckon so. I hate to let go of my claim, but just that or a marriage. I guess I gotta sign it. Well, it's up to you, Dale. Oh, doggone it all. I don't know, though. There might be nothing at all of that claim of Abe's. That's crazy. Now, see here, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll put another paragraph in this agreement just so the two of you know I'm on the level. What kind of paragraph? All right, here's what I'll do. I'll sign an agreement to pay Dale $10,000 for his claim. And then what he gets from my claim can apply on that debt. And if he don't get the 10000 then I'll pay him the 10000 My golly, Abe, you're mighty generous. Gosh, will you do that, Abe? Yes, I will. But I, I don't see why you're so good to me all of a sudden. I ain't good to you. What do you mean? If I told you, you'd lick me, chances are. I wouldn't. But the thing is, Dale, I think Madge is the finest girl I've ever known. Why, you... No, 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 listen here. I like her, and I want her to have the best of everything. But don't get me wrong, Dale. I know she's head over heels in love with you, and, well, that's all right with me. 
But I want her to be able to do the right things for her and support her good. Dale, I reckon maybe you and me was wrong in thinking Abe was trying a skin game on you. I, I never thought you was anything but, but a crook, Abe. I, I guess maybe I owe you an apology. Get a witness and I'll sign this paper. Uh, just write in the new paragraph first, though, to make sure you don't lose nothing, Dale. Two weeks, Dale Walton worked tirelessly at his new claim. Then, one evening... Dale. Dale, what's the matter? Done up, Madge. Finished. But what for? It isn't such a hard trip to town, is it? Did you get the things I wanted? No, I didn't get none of them. Why not? We broke. Broke? Madge, that mine I got from Abe, it's no good. There ain't even a dime in a ton of ore. What do you mean? Here. As you say, it's no good. Worthless, not even good for planting green stuff. You hear? We're finished. You, you mean there's no gold in it? <laughs> gold? That's a laugh. Come in. I thought you'd be to home. Oh, it's Judge Withers. Come in, Judge. I was aiming to. Howdy, Dale. Oh, hello, Judge. I heard what you learned over at the assay office, Dale. I'm downright sorry to hear it. Abe Foley swindled me, Judge. That claim of his is worthless. Yep. But they say he showed us that it was... I figured out what he'd done as far as that goes. He just took and filled a buckshot cartridge with gold and fired it into the ground. Then he took that dirt and had it assayed. Oh. The assay showed that a ton of that would be worth plenty if all the dirt in the ton shows the same percentage of gold that the sample does. But the fact of it is, there ain't no real gold in that ground at all. Just what Abe fired into it. But, but he said he'd pay us $10,000. Maybe he can say all he wants, and the paper's there to back it. But I'm afraid he ain't going to get that money. Why not? The point is, a man can't pay what he ain't got. He, he hasn't got any money? Nope. Just enough to get along on for himself. He can't pay you nothing. You might as well face the facts. I was afraid all along he was a crook. Well, um, uh, I got a little cash saved up, and I'd like to see you folks get your money back. We can't borrow money from anyone. We, we might never be able to pay it back. Mm, ain't that, Madge. I live all alone, and I get lonesome for folks to talk to. Now, I got a hankering to live here with you and pay for my keep. That'll help you hang on, won't it? <laughs> That'd be right fine of you, Judge. Why, oh, I, I don't know how we'll ever thank you. you. You've been so good to us already. Judge, now as far as Abe goes, he ain't started working that claim you traded him, has he? Not so as anyone could see. Well, we'll just set tight till he does. Then we'll take the first $10,000 he gets. With this here paper deal, you got the winning hand. You, you're sure that agreement's binding? Sure is. Abe maybe knows law, but that's one time he didn't know enough to leave himself any loopholes so he can get out of paying what he's agreed. As soon as he hits pay dirt, you can start collecting that debt. <laughs> now I reckon I'd best get my things and move in. <laughs> for an old man, I got a heap of stuff collected. There'll be room for anything you want, Judge. For nearly two years, the old judge lived with Dale and Madge, while Abe Forley seemed to make no further progress towards striking the mother load. He spent most of his time in a small garden, where he grew enough to keep him, 
and he did no more work on the mine than was necessary to hold it in accordance with the law. Then one day, two strangers arrived in the small mining town, an Indian and a tall, broad-shouldered man whose appearance would lead one to believe he was a miner. We'll go to the cafe first, Hunter. I'd like to find out more about Dale and Madge Walton. Is my disguise all right? Uh, it plenty good. Them not know you. Good. What matter in town? What do you mean? Plenty horses, plenty people in street. Yes, that is unusual. Maybe new mine, huh? I don't think so. Those people seem too quiet. That isn't a crowd gathered to celebrate anything, Tanto. Something's happened. Oh. We'll soon find out what it is. Steady, boy. Oh, Scott. Oh. Tanto, most of those people look as if they just come out of the church. It isn't the usual time for people to gather there. Come over this way. We'll get close to the group of people and see what we can find out. Them look plenty sad. Yes. Quiet, Tanto. I think that's Madge and Dale Walton themselves. Realize that Judge Withers is, is dead. And for me, Major, I got to think as much of him as I would my own pa. Now he's he's gone. Yeah, now, honey, be brave till we get home again. Then you can cry your heart's content. I'll, I'll try. Well, the judge sure had a lot of friends, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Some of them I never saw before. Oh, Dale, here comes Abe Foley. Why, that rotten. He's come here to crow, most likely. Well, folks. Sure sorry the judge had to go. Sympathize with you. Fine man, Judge Withers. He helped me out a lot, too. You got a lot of nerve. Howdy there. Now, boy, this ain't no time for argument. I want you to know how I feel for you. Howdy, Jim. It's real good of you to tell us. Judge was just about like one of the family to us. Yep. Next to him, I reckon you've been as good a friend as anyone could find. You can count on that, deal. I wish you two would get over the feeling you have toward me. You know, I'd help you out if and I could just get the money to do it. You would. You're just a low-down swindler, Abe Foley. That paper we signed was square and legal. If I ain't got the money to help you out, it ain't my fault. <laughs> Madge, let's clear out of here. Come on, honey. All right, Dale. Bye, Jim. Goodbye, Dale, Madge. Right touchy about that deal I made with him, ain't they? Abe, what do you reckon Madge and Dale will do now? What do you mean, Jim? Well, they'll sure have to do something to starve. I reckon what I heard, the judge didn't have nothing to leave him. They've been living on what he could get from marrying folks and settling arguments. Well, maybe I'll help him out. You sure ought to. It was a pretty bad deal you give Dale, swapping claims with him. Uh, How come you don't work it more, Abe? I reckon that's my business. Well, you can stall forever. That contract is plenty legal. You owe Dale and Madge $10,000. At times it seems to me, Abe, you'd rather starve yourself than pay an honest debt. I'm going below on this thing. Yep, I know it. And as a new judge around here, Abe, I'm promising you one thing. I'm going to do everything I can to find some way to make you pay. <laughs> you may be the new judge, but if you know your law, you'll know I'm within my rights. It's my own business to work that mine when I feel like it. And if I don't want to work it... That's my business, too. The curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger story. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments.
to continue our story. When old Judge Withers died, Dale and Madge Walton were left without money or friends. And as long as Abe refused to work the claim, they would be unable to collect the $10,000 he owed them. But the Lone Ranger had learned all the facts of the case and discussed it with Tonto in their camp just outside of town. Tonto, something has to be done to help those young folks out. Abe Forley works that claim for about two hours a day. I wonder why. Him have some scheme. He traded claims and agreed to pay Dale $10,000. It looks now as if he didn't intend to pay Dale that money at all. And yet why did he trade claims in the first place? If he didn't want to get anything out of the claim he took from Dale. Uh, him no plenty law. Him study law in Nice. Then, Tonto, I think we'd better study the laws, too. Perhaps we can find out something that Judge Carter hasn't been able to find. Mm, where you go? I'm heading east, Tonto. There's a city not very far from here where I might find out what I want. If I start now, I can be there in two days' time. Here, Silver. Help me put the saddle on Silver, Tonto. Uh, well, I'm going. You keep a close watch on Dale and Madge Walton. See that they're taken care of as we planned. Don't do it. Steady, Silver. We have a hard ride ahead of us, old boy. We'll be back here in a week, Tonto. And I hope I'll have something, some law, with which to help those young people. Hello, Silver! Away! What's on your mind? Uh, how's your claim coming? Oh, just so-so. It ain't going so fast. I wish you'd hustle and get down to the pay dirt. Let me help you, won't you? I told you before, I don't need no help, Dale. But the way you're going, you'll be years getting any pay dirt. Madge is... Well, she's gone without enough food. That's tough luck, Dale. Ain't there nothing you can do for us? Yep, one thing. What is it? Anything to help? You could sort of disappear. I could... I could what? Disappear, vamoose. And Madge could maybe marry me and she wouldn't be hungry no more. So that's your game, is it? Trying to starve me out? Why, oh, you... Oh, it ain't no skin off my nose what you do. <laughs> Just making a suggestion, that's all. Look here, Abe, you owe me $10,000. <laughs> is that so? You've got to work this here claim harder. I I've got to have some food. Ain't that too bad. But, Abe, I... T oh, oh, I ain't fooling. We're starving, Abe, starving. You can't let me have money. Let me have some of the stuff that you got growing in your garden. I ain't got enough of my own, so. Not enough. Why, you... Too bad, Dale. But see here, there ain't a thing I can do to earn money around here. There ain't even any land left that I can stake a claim on and dig. Well, there's the land I swapped you. <laughs> you know what that sand is good for? Nothing. You might plant potatoes. Oh, it's too dry there. They, they'd burn right yeah, up. Sorry, Dale, but I don't see what I can do for you. I made a square deal and you signed it. But you owe me $10,000. Let me have some food for part of it. Well, you might see Jim Carter, the judge. Maybe he'll sue me. <laughs> so that's your scheme, is it? I want to break you so you'll go away and then he thinks I'll marry him. Something like that. Well, I won't. And I'll tell you right now, Dale... I'd a whole lot rather starve to death with you than have anything in the world without you. So there. Oh, gosh, Madge. It was my fault in the first place. You'd have stuck to your own claim if it hadn't been for me. Oh, no, no, honey. That's all past. Well, who do you suppose that is? Well, I'll go see, Madge. You sit still. Uh, me come back. Oh, 
It's the engine again, Madge. Well, I suppose you might as well come in, engine. Uh, shut the door. Mm, me come. Thank you. I don't know what we can do for you this time, engine. We're pretty near out of everything. Mm, that all right. Maybe you don't understand. We can't give you no more food as much as we'd like to. You see, we're up against it ourselves now. We ain't even got grub for tomorrow. Mm, me bring food. What's that? You help Tonto. Now Tonto help you. Here, sack. This sack? You mean... <laughs> Here, plenty food. Food? <laughs> Madge, look here. It's food. A sack full of grub. Madge. Potatoes and meat and flour. Oh, heavens. Not, not all for you. But, but, Injun, where'd you get it? Are you sure it's honest food? Oh, you not worry how me get it. Madge, we're going to eat for a while anyhow. Look at what he's brought here. Well, where's he gone to? He must have slipped out the door. We've got to thank him. Open the door. Catch him. Get him up, Scott. Get him up. Dale, there he goes on that horse. Oh, doggone it. We didn't get to thank that engine. We can't catch him now. Oh, well, come on, Dale. I'll make you some biscuits now, and we'll have one square meal if we never have another. <laughs> Tonto followed the instructions of the Lone Ranger and brought food to the home of the young couple every day. Then, one evening, the Lone Ranger came with him. Who, who are you? Wearing a mask. Well, Injun, who is he? What's it all mean? And this feller, my friend. You trust Tonto. You trust Lone Ranger feller, too. A Lone Ranger? Uh. Dale, I've heard about him. Mister, do you call your horse Silver? Yes, Madge. And Tonto, the Injun. Madge, we should have guessed before this... Listen, mister, what do you want with this? I want you to come with me, Dale. I, I'll come, wherever you want me to. Then we'll go to the cafe and meet Abe Forley there. He's going to buy you a drink, Dale. Have a horse for you to ride, and while we ride, I'll tell you exactly what you're to do. Oh, Dale, go on, go with him. No one ever went wrong yet trusting the Lone Ranger. While the Lone Ranger rode with Dale to the cafe, he outlined a plan. A short time later, Dale pushed through the crowd in the cafe until he stood beside Abe Forley. Well, Dale, <laughs> sure a long time since you was here. Yeah, sure is. Your thirst get the better of you, huh? <laughs> Boys, here's Dale with his tongue hanging out. What'll we do about it? <laughs> Seems to me the least you can do is buy me a drink. Yeah? <laughs> well, maybe I will. I can always get a few cents together selling green stuffs for a drink. <laughs> hey, barkeep, set up another for Dale here. Abe, hey, you can deduct what my drink cost you from that $10,000 show. <laughs> Boys, this is a good one. Paying off a part of the $10,000 I owe Dale for buying him a drink. <laughs> Even that's more than I expected from you. Oh, no, I'm not so tight, Dale. <laughs> Just that I ain't had the money. Yeah. But things will be a sight different from now on. What do you mean, different? Well, Dale, boys, right now you're looking at Abe Forley and he's most broke. But wait till next week. I'm almost at the pay dirt and the claim that my pal Dale here was good enough to give me. And when I strike it, I'll buy drinks for all of you. <laughs> Two weeks later, Abe Forley struck the mother load. 
Dale and Madge went to see him with Judge Jim Carter. Reckon you know what this here call's about, don't you, Abe? Well, you owe us 10000 we aim to collect. Seems to me I do recollect something like that. Ain't that just too bad? Too bad? What do you mean? Just this, Dale. I still don't think I can pay you that debt. But you've got to. We got signed papers and everything. There ain't no way you can get out of it. No. How about it, Judge? It's just about right, Abe. Now that you struck the mother load and got the money, you've got to pay what you agreed to. Uh, Look, here's the agreement. It's all witnessed and everything. Uh, so it is. So it is. In big cities, they sue men and make them pay what they owe if they've got the money. Yep. You said yourself, Jim, that if he had any cash, he could be made to pay. And now he's getting money fast. My money. Now look here, Dale. I'm willing to be fair about this. And you will pay? Nope. But if you think you're in the right about this, why don't you hold a trial? Judge Carter here can decide for us in front of a jury for once and for all. How about it? Well, if you're going to argue about it, Abe, that's the only thing to do. On the appointed day, in the small room used for the trial... Abe Forley, well-dressed and perfectly at ease, stood before the judge. Well, I suppose you get this over with just as soon as you can, Judge. I'm a busy man. Don't take long. Dale here has a paper that's said to be signed by you. Is that you writing? Oh, that? Sure, I signed it. You promised to pay him $10,000 two years ago. Yep, two years ago. Couldn't pay it when I didn't have it. But now you've got it. Abe, <laughs> hey, I reckon you've got to pay it now or go to jail. <laughs> you better study the laws, Jim. For a judge, you ain't up on them much. Who are you getting that for, Lee? Just this. In accordance with the laws of this here state, a debt that stands for two years without a payment being made on it, or without any acknowledgement of that debt in writing, it's outlawed and can't be collected. Oh, so that was your game, was it? That's why you didn't try to work the claim till recently. <laughs> uh, here's the law book, Jim. It, it's all marked in case you want to check up. <clears throat> uh, gone if he ain't right, Dad. Then we, we'll never get our money. That's it. Only now it ain't your money. I wanted you to find out in regular trials so you wouldn't have no kickback. <laughs> the law sure is plain, Dale. Two years run out, just a few days back. Hold on. There's more to this law. What is this? And this is a trial. Dale can produce his witnesses, can he? Sure, but... What good uh... are witnesses? Stand up, you men sitting there. Madge, look, there are about ten fellas getting... What's the idea of this? You thought you'd swindle Dale by means of that new law that was passed a few years ago. All right. That law states that a payment is made on the debt in the course of the two years. The debt is renewed for another period of two years. You men, I want all of you that will bear witness to the fact that this man bought Dale a drink the other evening to say aye. All of you that will come to this stand and swear that Dale told Abe to apply what the drink cost and what he owed him and swear that Abe agreed to that, say aye. Aye. Sure, I hear that myself. Then, Your Honor, the debt is renewed by the fact that Abe poorly made a payment on the account when he bought the drink. And Dale can collect every penny of the $10,000 as fast as the claim has worked. Hey, girlie, you're right. Madge, Madge, did you hear that? Dale, we can collect the money. Everything's going to be all right. Yes, but I You've got nothing more to say, Abe. You've got two doggone wives for these parts, and you've got to pay for it to go to jail. It's a masked man framed this. Hey, where's the masked man going to? Oh, we got to catch him. We ain't thanked him proper yet. 
Wait, mister, wait. He's gone. Yes. And if it hadn't been for him, for the Lone Ranger, we'd be starving today. just heard is a copyrighted feature of the Lone Ranger Incorporated.